Hello, Babylonians. I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. Hello, Babylonians! Hello, humans of the universe. different every time. Hello, my name is Nicole. And I am Shauna. And there's a tiny baby in my lap who can't talk, and his name's Apollo. It's fact. And I birthed him. Mm. If you're new here, welcome. that's that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that. Um, hello, welcome to um, a new episode. Um, um, I don't know if there's anything to report. I mean, We made night. Wow, I can't... Oh, 9,000 plays. Whoop, whoop. We hit 9,000 plays. Like, literally, last week we were, like, at 8,900. The week before we were at 8,800, and now we're just over 9,000. Yeah, so, thank you. Oh, that road to 10K is coming real, real fast. We're like, so appreciative. I'm going to be a sopping mess. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Um, okay. All right, hold on. Let me... I need to gather my thoughts for a second. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. I had to question something. Mm-hmm. If you if you're new here, I say this a lot now because some people don't start at episode one. Like when I found Morbid, um, I think they were in like doing. They did three parts of Jeffrey Dahmer, and um, I was in. I, Jesus, listened to part one and part two, and then after I got through that, because Dahmer, he was one of my first serial killers that I like really got into. It's like you're squeaking. It's because my baby is teething, and he's, <laughs> he's rubbing, rubbing his toys. His- Crossed his gums, and this microphone tends to pick up a lot. Um, last week, um, we had to pause for the cause because this little angel demon in my lap shit up his back because you know babies do things like that. Before people are like, "Well, you need to change his diaper size." No, I don't. He's in a size three diaper. Yes, he's almost five months old. He'll actually be five months old on Wednesday uh, when you hear this. So tomorrow, because we record on Sundays, um, <clears throat> but. Yeah, he's a big baby. He's bred from giants. Um, yeah, so... Well, I mean, he is also my baby, and I may not be a giant, 
but I'm a giant lover of human kind and animals. <laughs> that was great. Also, if you can hear that vacuuming upstairs, my parents just took down their Christmas decorations finally. Um, if you know me personally, you know my mother is a Christmas like addict. I she think we just say slut. I was Christmas waiting. slut. <laughs> She's a Christmas slut. Now I'm gonna have to make her listen to this particular episode. Mama, you a Christmas slut? At Shauna. Um, <laughs> she loves Christmas. She's like, I think there's like 16 tubs or some shit. It's she lives all holidays. She really. But gets... Christmas is yes. her favorite. But yes, she does decorate for everything. And my older son turns five next Monday. So, um, yeah. So, <laughs> this sound is killing me. But yeah, so. Um, yep, I lost my train of thought there. So that's Sorry, right, he pooped up his back. Oh, yeah, he time. pooped up his back. And it was at like 1709. Because Kenzie was here with us last week. And me and her went back and listened. And you have to, like, really... I say I think I say the word breast because I breastfeed my baby, and I think he said something about breast. <laughs> and if you listen very closely, like, turn it up and put it right against your ear, you can hear him shit. I, didn't, I heard him. I don't know how I didn't hear him because he was in my lap. My hand was covered in it. So, yeah. I heard it, little man. Uh, no, I don't want you to cut your... Do that. Uh, yeah, so... Anyways, um, there you have it. There you have it. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy New Year. <laughs> well, and then, oh, we talked about, yeah, Betty White passed last, well, now it would be two weeks ago, and now Bob, we just got news Bob Saget died, so that's, right. and Sydney Poitier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, geez, oh, Pete's, the world needs to calm down. Yeah. But on a bright note, my auntie got engaged. Hey, oh, <laughs> Aunt Bernie is engaged. My Auntie Bernie is going to get married, so that's pretty exciting. And so, yeah. So, some sadness, some poop, you know. We do it all here. We do. Um, <clears throat> so, now that, we're going to get into this. Now we're going to get into this. <laughs> and I think I'm going to pass off this giant monster baby yeah, over monster to his baby. auntie so he can hear some yes. shuffling. It's us. It's, it's us. us. Moving babies. Hi. Yes. Because yes. sometimes it's just easier because reading my notes. <laughs> oh, ma'am. Um, excuse me? Excuse me, ma'am. You just handed me off to my aunt, and I don't appreciate it. If you guys could see this face on my baby, he didn't look angry, but like, excuse you? Yeah. Ma'am. So. He does love me. I'm not just saying that. He actually does. He does. <laughs> and he really, really loves her right. husband, my brother. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I call her my sister, but she is my sister-in-law. But I like saying sister, because that's really what we are. Yeah, we don't need to do that. It's like half-sisters and all that shit. We don't do that shit. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> but then again, when I say my brother, I don't want to be like, we're not some like... You can think whatever the fuck you want. I'm also his daddy. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's also named after my brother is what I was getting at. Sorry. <laughs> his Sorry middle name is after... I got very older. defensive. I apologize. Yes. <laughs> He's just bred from love. That's it. Facts. Yes. Yes. Squish. yes. Yeah, he's pretty darn cute. So, um, yeah, uh, if you're new here, um, I'm, I'm going to just say that all the time. It's going to be annoying, and you're going to be like, yep, not listening to this podcast anymore. Bye. And please don't be like that. Yeah, don't be like that. And if you don't like it, rate and review us and tell us why you don't like it. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll Apple, fix it. Apple. Podchaser, podchaser. Um, but our friend, we have a friend on Twitter. His name is Nate, and he's great. Nate Dog! Nate Dog. We love you. Yes. Love and adore this guy. He um, has suggested several cases. Um, I got a new phone and none of my notes transferred over. So I've been slowly getting back into some of the cases. And this one's a little bit different because I don't have a whole lot of a whole lot of a like backstory on this case. But he really likes like female killers, not necessarily serial killers. Usually it's just like a, 
a husband type of situation or something to that effect, which this is one of those cases. But yeah, he suggests all these cases and we do a lot of them and he shouts us out. He tags us all over Twitter when people are looking for new podcasts. Um, there's a whole slew of us that, um, in that incorporate his cases and stuff. And I just think it's awesome. And we just truly appreciate you, Nate. Thank you. From the bottoms of our butts. So, um, yes. So let's jump into this. We are going to talk about Colleen McKernan. As I'm, that's how I guess how she says her last name. So we're going to just get right into it. Okay, it does say what year. I was like, oh, God. Okay, so um, New Year's Eve night was the worst night of Kathy McKernan's life. Um, then Friday's... Oh, if New Year's was the worst night of her life. Um, Kathy is essentially the victim's mother that we're going to talk about it started out as her worst day until strangers intervened and made it a little brighter so we are going to kind of just base it off this it's fine so a few nights prior um kathy had raced over to her 29 year old son's house after learning um from one of his friends that there had been a shooting uh robert mckernan he's 29 like i said wow i put that twice was shot 10 times in his home in massillon ohio i'm sorry i'm nasally i'm getting over a cold and it's finally like on the tail end what year is this uh okay so shot 10 times in his home in massillon ohio by his wife colleen on new year's eve december 31st 2014 oh so like not that long seven ago. years ago um i so his mom gets to the scene and she's like, I told them I'm Robert McKernan's mom. What's going on? She was greeted by these wonderful, sweet, amazing police officers. I think it's Massillon. Um, if you're from Ohio, Massillon. Oh my God, please don't come at me. <laughs> it's M-A-S-S-I-L-L-O-N. Massillon. Let's just call it Massillon. And if we're wrong, Masillin, we apologize. We're wrong. Yes. And we'll fix it in a later episode. Followed a short time later by the coroner. She's like, I know what a coroner means. She had said, fighting back tears. And he said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Your son has passed away. Um, like we'd said, her son, Robert, died after being shot multiple times. Um, immediately, <clears throat> his 26-year-old wife, Colleen, was arrested and charged with his murder. Um she had told police that her husband had came after her. There apparently was, they'd only been married for eight months. I think I bring that up later, but apparently it was not super smooth sailing those eight months. Mm -hmm. um, but police said they found no visible signs of bruising on her. Okay. So it was, I don't know. I don't, it, that's just what her story was, that it was self-defense, but we'll get into it because okay. we'll just let you guys gather your thoughts because I have mine already. Cause yeah. So, on Friday, Kathy and her husband, Michael, oh my gosh, Forenbeck? Forenbach, Robert's stepdad, um, had just finished making the funeral arrangements. With, so, this is kind of the feel-good before we get into, like, more of what happened that night of his shooting. They stopped at a local restaurant. A younger couple saw them that they were obviously upset and distressed. I mean, they're just, they're planning, no parent should have to bury a child, especially under these circumstances. Right. Um, in general, it's bad, but just, like, anyways, it's fine. Okay. And um, bought them a... Okay, so this couple saw them and bought them a drink from their from their nearby table. A short time later, that couple left, slipping a note written on a napkin to a hostess to give to Kathy. The note stated, life gets tough sometimes, and goes on to say that uh, maybe Kathy needed what they left her more than they did. Inside the note was a folded up $100 bill. Aww. Um, <clears throat> her, uh, his stepdad, Michael, said at that time they... Um, at the time they did that, they had no way of knowing that it was Kathy's son and my stepson who had been murdered. So it was like the hand of God reaching down and touching us. The note was signed, The Mullets. 
So I don't know if that was their last name or, but it had no number or address on it. The restaurant owner said they had never seen them before. She's like, they're angels. They're angels. And the couple, couple left quickly without saying, or wait, without waiting for a thank you, just as angels do. These angels from the eighties, rock stars, the mullets, the mullets, <laughs> the beautiful mullets. So now we're going to get into the not so fun stuff. All right. So like I said, from what most of the articles that I could, sorry, he's squeaking again with his gums and his teether ring. Um, just what I gathered, it was just, she claimed a lot of like abuse, physical abuse. Like they just argued all the time. And they, like I said, were only married for eight months when he ended up being shot by her. Okay. Um, so she ended up calling 911. So we don't know how long they dated though. Uh-uh. Okay. <clears throat> From what I gathered, it was it it really was kind of like a whirlwind type of type of thing. Okay. We don't um, know anybody like that in relationships. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not me. It might be me. Maybe a little bit sometimes. I've been married twice. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I don't think Shauna was talking about me because it clicked in my brain after I said wow. There's lots of people we know, but yes. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Figuring out what you're putting down. Oh, my God. So, she called 911 after shooting her husband several times in the face and torso. Police said she had started administering chest compressions on her husband after shooting him. Another article stated she shot him in self-defense but didn't remember pulling the trigger ten times. Like, how do you... How does one forget that? I, I not making excuses for anybody or her specifically, but like, I, I can only imagine in a fit of rage or panic or whatever the situation may be, you may not. <coughs> I don't. I don't know if she's telling the truth, but like, I. Right. You may not. I don't remember everything I did at that moment. I. Right. I, my I my brain would my probably be like, if she I must have. Yeah. I think I remember pulling it once or twice, not ten. I don't know. Like, you know and I, mean? I don't like, know what kind of gun shoots yeah. ten bullets at a time. Um, so. So, yeah, ten, I don't know. That's, that's, I don't know what kind of gun, but I don't know guns. So. Yeah, most of them I usually know, like, have six chambers, but there's probably a gun out there that has I'm sure. ten. But to be able to react that quickly, from, mm. from what I understand, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know things either. I'm neither. We're just so. reading and and telling reading and hoping for the best here <laughs> um so the prosecuting attorneys requested a million dollar bond but the judge lowered it to a hundred <laughs> i didn't type a zero so it says a hundred comma zero zero instead of a hundred thousand it's just a thousand it's <laughs> no it's a hundred thousand after the woman's parents claimed she was not a flight risk and had no prior criminal record which i'm like okay but you still shot and killed someone right especially because we're going to come to find out thanks Shh. Let's go. <laughs> that she's charged with murder, but she was a U.S. Air Force veteran, and she went, to, um, she, oh, uh, where is it? Okay, yeah, so she had extensive firearms training. Oh. Because she was a security forces airman, but the training included how to cal- how to stay calm in stressful situations and environments. Oh. So, she ends up going to trial twice in 2016. And both times jurors were deadlocked, so she got two hung juries. So she was wow. it was called mistrial two times. So she had to, she goes to court three times total. Wow! Because of this, um, she claims she had been hit by her husband of eight months for the last time and admitted shooting him ten times in self defense. Oh, so she admits it there. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. That she that yeah that abuse had happened frequently over that six or eight months, and this was just I guess her final straw. Okay. So. 
I don't know if the story kind of changes every, I don't know. Anyways, <clears throat> so she ends up ex accepting a plea deal on the eve of her third trial and was given only a seven-year sentence for um, it was voluntary manslaughter in 2017. Under the plea deal, they said she could serve as little as three and a half years in prison if she was, like, a model prisoner. Oh, my gosh. For shooting and killing him because it was claimed in self-defense. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stark County I know people who are still in, like, jail because of, like, a minor weed possession. Yeah. Yeah. That... Don't even get me started. Oh, on my that. Lord. This will be a three-hour podcast if we talk about... Fucking God. <laughs> Right. That is gross. She's yeah. white too, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like not an ugly human. Yeah. And he was a good-looking fella too. Like, not that good-looking people can't be abusive and oh, awful. Right. Right. Not but, that that's anything. <clears throat> but it anything. helps. Right. It fucking helps. I mean. Yeah. Fuck our system sometimes, dude. Ugh. Amen. So Stark County Common Pleas Judge Krista Hartnett granted Colleen early release as part of a plea agreement which reached, which, ah, reached between the defense and the Stark County Prosecutor's Office. Um, she ended up serving three and a half years after pleading guilty in March of 2017 to voluntary manslaughter. She originally had been charged, oh yeah, with the murder of 2014 death of her husband, Rob. Um, she was, she served her time in the Ohio Reformatory of Women in Marysville. Um, this is just repeating itself about how she had four years of voluntary manslaughter and three years for a firearm specification, but said she would, um, the judge, Krista Hartnett, said she would consider releasing her as long as she followed prison rules. The plea agreement followed two mistrials in a case that drew national uh, media attention and evoked polarizing re reactions on social media. Um, two juries couldn't reach a verdict over what happened the night that her husband was killed. Rob McKernan's death was preceded by a night of drinking and arguing in what those who knew the couple described as a contentious eight-month marriage. I had to look up what contentious mean meant. Mm -hmm. mean. The fact that I can hear how nasally I am... So sorry if you guys find that annoying, because same. And I'm listening to my own voice and my own nostrils. Probably need to just blow my nose. Well, what happened? Um, so, yeah, contentious is, just means, like, not, like, very argumentative and yeah. angry. What is, what is it? The defense said McKernan was, abu was an abused and battered woman. The defendant also testified that her husband had once smothered her with a pillow until she was unconscious before reviving her in a cold shower. So, I mean, if that's the case, not that he should have been shot and killed, unless she, like, true, I don't know. There's, ah, she should have just left sooner. Or maybe just not married the guy. I mean, eight months isn't that long. Um, uh, she also told jurors that her husband was coming toward her when she shot him in a Daryl hallway in their Mastillan home. Oh my God, I sound gross. She said she thought he had taken drugs at a party that night and was going to seriously harm her or kill her. Prosecutors rebuked those accounts, portraying the Perry High School graduate as an outspoken and confident woman who controlled the household. They said she killed her husband in an alcohol-fueled fit of rage and committed a cold-blooded act of murder. So, maybe, uh, trying to portray it that maybe she was, like, the aggressor. Mm -hmm. Because women can abuse men, believe it or not, 100%. universe. So, crazy. Um, a third trial was um, planned by Stark County Assistant Prosecutor Dennis Barr. Um, he said he had no reason to believe it would yield a different result. 
Um, prosecutors also weighed the option of allowing jurors to consider the lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter as well as murder. So under the law, voluntary manslaughter is knowingly causing the death of another person under specific circumstances, including while under the influence of sudden passion or in a fit of rage or it is brought on by um, serious provocation. My baby is... Make it out with me! Making out with his auntie dad's chin. So. Sorry, guys. She, um, <coughs> not trying to be humorous, but this baby, I'm telling you. So she, when she was 32, she ended up appearing at, a, appeared at her hearing through a video link at the prison. Her lawyer, her mm-hmm. lawyer's name, attorney, I should use that. Her name was Laura Mills, said her client met all the terms of the plea agreement in which the prosecutor said they wouldn't oppose an early release after the t- defendant served three and a half years. She said, I want to thank Judge Hartnett because obviously this was a negotiated plea agreement and in the agreement, Colleen had to do certain things, Mills said. She had to be a model prisoner, so to speak, and not get in further trouble. And to her credit, she did that. So, I mean, that's what the judge said. At the hearing, two of Rob McKernan's supporters, his sister and the mother of his son, addressed the court. One of them implored the judge not to grant early release. The court was also told, or also was told that Colleen had... Not expressed remorse or apologized. And that's... Uh, I don't know how I feel about that That's either. a gray area, too, yeah. because if... If he was abusive, like, how are you going to know? I mean, you said that they said that there was no marks on her, though, so... But that doesn't mean that this time there was... I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> right. Oh, gross. So, Hartnett, however, said that she was bound to honor the agreement and keep her word as long as McKernan met the terms. Uh, judge also said that uh, told those present that the purpose of the ju- judicial release hearing was not to relitigate the, the case, but rather to determine if the defendant followed prison rules and complied with the plea agreement, which she she did. The judge indicated Colleen clearly had met the conditions required for early release. She also acknowledged Rob's death and his loss to the family while noting the plea agreement was difficult for them to accept. She told them, I hear you, um, judge said to Rob's family. The ju- judge also said, honor Rob, don't be consumed by vengeance. Which I think that's kind of, yeah, that's kind. But I don't know, when you feel, I don't know, this is just a, it's just a lot of stress. So asked for comment, Gary Owen, Colleen's father, told the Canton Repository uh, through an online message that Laura Mills would be speaking on behalf of the family about the case, which I mean, that's safe because she is a lawyer. That's probably what I would prefer. I think he, Owen, would just say he's happy to be getting his daughter back or to have his daughter home, is what Laura ended up saying. And I'm like, yeah, because it's fair that she gets to go home and Rob doesn't, but we won't talk about that. Right. Not, I don't know. This is to, we'll discuss it afterwards. I'm almost done here. (laughs) A shorter case to speak. Sorry. Did you just like attack your face? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like rubbing his gums across her chin like he was doing with his thing, and then he just like grabs her whole face with his little baby face. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so cute. His little heads go back and forth. I may have to take a video of that. That's too freaking cute. You're okay. Um, Laura said Colleen spent her time in prison wisely and participated in programs, as one does. This is my favorite. This is my favorite thing when people go to jail. Her family's always been really faithful, so she spent a lot of time in Bible study classes, her attorney mm-hmm. said. She said she feels she's grown a lot spiritually and mentally, and she's trying to prepare herself for getting out and being a productive citizen. Mm-hmm. I said, don't they all? Right. <laughs> I roll. Right. <sighs> yeah. 
She lived in the honors dorm portion of the prison and didn't have any disciplinary issues, which I'm like, okay, but there's an honors dorm? Yeah. Like, what? That is dead air. Ha- dead air. That's just dead air. Ugh. Of the long emotionally charged case, Mills said, I think the most important thing for both families is to try to move forward. Yeah, but one family gets to move forward with their daughter right. while the other one has to go visit their other and has their to son. Go through, like, okay. I also feel like. How close was she with her family? Like, wouldn't somebody kind of know that she was being abused? Like, wouldn't there be some red flags and be like, you know what? I saw some shit, or I didn't. Or, like, that never fucking happened. Or she was actually the aggressor. I saw her constantly yelling at him. Or, you know what I mean? Like, so where's that? Right. Or maybe the attorneys, everybody's attorneys, like, don't say shit. Right. Stupid, too. So, yeah, because she just got let out, like, literally, I think in 2020, I believe. Really? Yeah, she was. Hope she got the Rona. Same. Um, As I'm sitting here not being able to breathe, my nose. I can taste things. Thank you very much. No, the fucking influenza has been going around, and then just the freaking hot and cold weather. No, I'm solid. So um, she did end up. She's put on probation once she's released. Laura said that Colleen initially planned to live with her family in New York, but that wouldn't be possible until probation officials in the county where she plans to reside in New York accept her into that court's probation program. Um, She, okay, Um, they placed her on five years probation, including the first year under intensive supervision. She has to complete a, a total of 200 hours of community service, she also must maintain a full-time job or complete additional community service hours if she does not uh, is it obtain, able to obtain full employment. Oh, my God. The defendant also must complete anger management and victim awareness programs. She's subject, also subject to drug and alcohol monitoring, monitoring a standard term of probation. She, um, she was on house arrest and was had to be in isolation for 14 days following her release from prison as a COVID-19 um, precaution because okay so this happened so yeah she got released in 2020 like towards the end of 2020 right um if she ends up violating her probation uh the judge said she would have the option of imposing the remainder of the original seven year sentence okay so she would have to finish out her sentence which i mean that's kind of like a common thing right if you're if you upon early release if you fuck up you know you're gonna have to serve out the rest of your time right so Needless to say, it's just kind of a crazy, it's a shorter case, which sometimes that happens, you know, but I mean, it's, <laughs> Shona's face is being just, she's getting a facelift right now, <laughs> Apollo is open for business, guys, so that's just, that so, was crazy, I wish, I wish there was, we were able to know a little bit more, because if, if yeah. it's bullshit and he wasn't abusive, Right, and like I had, I think I had like six or seven, well I kept clicking, I found one um, site that had like 18 different articles, maybe more, I don't know, and I kept clicking them, and some of them would go to articles that weren't even related to the case, Right. and I'm like, well that's dumb, and then some of them were just like reiterating the same thing over and over again, like it's not, there's not a whole lot on the back side of it, Um, and like just how how long they'd known each other. I'm like, no, I would just want to, like, look it up. Colleen McCurman. Yeah, October 1st, 2020 is the one article that I found. Um, Yeah, 
found guilty and now she's a free woman. Cause she, yeah, she was in the Air Force so there was a lot of talk about that. Um, they said she was never found guilty of murder just because of the mistrials and everything. That, that is that wild. Freaking. Oh, it's how crazy. pulling a trigger 10 times. Her, That's pretty. Her birthday. Her birthday. Her birthday is the same as Arlo's. Oh. It's January 17th, 1988. I just found her, uh, her offender details of when she was, um, in there. Like, she's not an ugly person. Voluntary I, manslaughter. I her heart and soul. 10-1-2020 is when she was released. Wow. Oh, birthday's January 17th. How unsettling is that? Newlywed. Okay, let's see what this one says. Sorry, guys. Usually I'm, I try to be a little bit more organized. Oh, these are just videos. I don't, yeah, I'm not going to click on any of those. Seven year, oh yeah, her father's, because another, I think somebody, another uh, podcast I think covered this too. I don't remember who it was. Not, I don't know. Oh yeah, Kara's on crime. Um, I think this is like, oh, that was back in 2017 though. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? I hope you, yeah, let, I hope, yeah, let me know what you guys think. For sure. Or if you're from freaking I hope, oh, oh, what was it, Ohio? I don't know what the fuck was about to come out of my mouth, but Ohio, uh, uh, I can't function. It's all right. Being sick, and then my baby's been sick. And then, like, everyone at work has been passing different sicknesses around. And there's flu rona, there's Omicron, there's influenza A, there's a grumpy baby, there's just a general cold. So that's what he's had. I gotta go give him a back hair after we get off this. <laughs> You're tired. Tired and sleepy and grumpy, grumpy butt. But yeah, I just, yeah. Um, let us know what you guys think. Yes. Uh, Here's a nice little short episode to listen on your little small commutes to work. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to touch base on. Just like, I don't know. I, I don't see. I mean, if it was a self defense thing, then yeah, let her out. But I don't know. It's a really gray area. That's it's a lot ten of, shots though. That's the other part. Yeah, like, the ten, yeah, ten. Like why ten? That's right. Really aggressive. Yeah. Like. Makes me think of like a big old movie scene where they're like, pow, 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 pow. right? You know, like unless it's a semi-automatic or something, like you just hold it. It's a I don't know. Yeah, but like, like what? Uh, I don't know what kind you of. You have gun to literally just pull the trigger ten times. That is yeah. bigger, bug, bub, bug, bug, boob. Whoever you are, you're not bug. You're bubba, baby shark. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely weigh in. Let us know what you think. Um, I'll be able to post on Facebook. I got grounded from Facebook for three days because I said I was going to drop kick my friend. And apparently I can't incite violence. But I can sure talk about murder cases and share that. You're okay. So it's fine. I promise. So, um, on that note, our social media is anywhere you can find Bloody Bibles podcast. Uh, send us a Gmail if there's cases you want us to check into and, and cover. If there's stories of your own, because I'd love to do a Bloody Bibles here in the next couple months. Um... If there's, uh, yeah, if there's things you like, things you don't like, like my gross nasally voice, you're going to have to get over it. Baby um, crying in the background. Too freaking bad. Some people like cute, not like screaming baby cries. He's just kind of fussing. He's tired. He needs a bath. 
Um, Fantasy and World Music by The Fighters does our intro sound. And until next time, Babylon! Do you enjoy dark comedy, puns, and laughter? If so, come join two good brothers, John and Patrick, as we discuss some of the craziest ways people die. That's so bizarre, strange, and borderline comical that it'll leave you dumbfounded. You can follow this podcast on all major platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. And make sure to follow us on social media on Instagram at the Dumbfounded Pod and on Twitter at TDFDPod. And remember, think ahead, don't be dumbfounded.